All right, wrestling fans, it is Wednesday, which means it is time for Pro Wrestling America. The last card before the big Christmas Chaos card. We'll have the rest of the card lined up for you later in this podcast. But this is Southern Dynamite thanking you for being here and thanking you for your support throughout this year as you have listened and enjoyed my time with the Pro Wrestling America. Now, when we start off this week from the Sanford Pentagon, Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert, Raven, and Missy Hyatt come out to bother Lance. And of course, it's always an issue when those three come out to bother Lance. But they are simply calling out the World Tag Team Champions to put their titles on the line in their next match against them. Terry Gordy comes out to tell them to be quiet or he would shut them up permanently and personally. Gilbert and Raven challenge him to a match if he can find a tag team partner. Gordy tells them not to worry. He'll have a tag team partner to face them later this evening and then walks off. Gilbert and Raven talk a little bit more about wanting their shot at the world tag team titles. But Lance tells them they might have an issue with the match they just made in trying to put themselves as the number one contenders for the world titles. So as Eddie and Missy keep going on and even bringing up ideas of rumors about Michael Hayes coming back so they know who the tag team partner is going to be. Lance says, we need to get to the ring. So the TV camera cuts over to the ring where we have our first match, television title on the line. Savannah Jack defending his newly won title against the former champion, Buzz Sawyer. And Buzz and Jack have a good match, but they continue to have the problems in putting their opponent away. When the bell rings as the time limit expired, both men stopped. Buzz put out his hand to shake the champion's hand for a good match. The two lock hands, much to Dylan's chagrin. Once Nick Patrick hands Jack the belt, Buzz attacks Jack from behind, leaving him laying face first on the mat. Next match has the new tag team of Flying Brian Pillman and Eric Embry facing off against Special Delivery Jones and TD Steele. And the new tag team of Pillman and Embry had a very successful and fluid match against Jones and Steele. Jones had a few moments where he almost had Pillman pinned, but Pillman was able to pick up the win with the Air Pillman in a time of 7 minutes, 40 seconds. Then we go back over to the interview area, and it's Chris Candido saying he has a major announcement that he has to make. Then all of a sudden, James J. Dillon comes out. Candido introduces Dillon as his new manager. And Dylan says, although Candido is not a champion yet, he is on the precipice of being a champion again. He has been a champion in the PWA before. He will be again. And he puts out a challenge to both the World Tag Team Champions, Chris Adams and Honky Tonk Man, and the American Tag Team Champions, Gino Hernandez and Dirty White Boy, to put their titles up against his new tag team of Chris Candido and Buzz Sawyer. Now, this is a decent combination we got here. I mean, two solid guys. I don't know that, well, they probably have faced each other at some point in time in their careers, but 
what it would have been to have had Chris Candido and Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer as a tag team. That would have been an awesome match. But now we move from the interview area to Candido going down to the ring as he faces off against fallen angel Christopher Daniels. Despite having a new manager, Candido had difficulties trying to control Daniels during the match. The fans enjoyed the match as Dylan and Heenan got into an argument at ringside, leading to Dylan decking Heenan. Daniels took offense to the abuse of his manager and drilled Candido into the mat with a spinning tombstone pile driver for the pin in a time of 11 minutes, 52 seconds. Your winner, Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels. Now there's another key to it with this. I mean, could you imagine WWF or Mid-Atlantic having both James J. Dillon and Bobby the Brain Heenan as managers in there at the same time. That would have been an awesome territory. And I think those two guys, with the right talent, of course, could have made that run forever. And there might be more to it coming up in 2022. All right, we move on to the next match, non-title match. As Honky Tonk Man faces off against Gino Hernandez. And Gino comes out first, demanding that Honky Tonk Man put up the title. Honky Tonk Man and Sunshine come out, and he says, I can't put the title up on the line. And Gino's like, are you scared? Honky Tonk Man's like, "Um, it's the Illinois heavyweight title. We're in South Dakota, dude. I can't put the Illinois title up in South Dakota. Of course, Gino's not happy. But the match looked to have the prospects of being a great one between these two. But it's cut short by Chris Candido attacking both men. Candido drilled Gino off the ropes with a Death Valley driver. He then took down Honky Tonk Man with the same move. Dylan climbed into the ring with the mic. Candido took it from him and said that he was tired of the back and forth between these two guys being boring in the ring. He demanded a shot at the Illinois heavyweight title. He has proven himself against both men, and he wanted the just rewards for his abilities. Dylan demanded that I make the match happen. And that very well could happen in the very near future. Because that would also be a great match. Chris Candido against Honky Tonk Man for the Illinois heavyweight title. I'm sure Gino will have his own things to say about that, but we have the possibility of a great title match coming up if that actually does get signed. We move back over to the interview area where Lance is ready for his update for the Christmas Chaos card next week. Last week we had already announced that each match will have random stipulations assigned at the very beginning of the match. Last week we already announced four matches out of the nine that would be on the card for next week. Television title match with Savannah Jack defending the title against Buzz Sawyer again. David Von Erich and Terry Gordy against the Nightmares. American heavyweight title match with Brad Armstrong defending the title against the former champion Great Muda in the automatic rematch. And then PG-13 versus Rough and Ready. Now you might be thinking, why 
what I have, David Von Erich and Terry Gordy. Well, that was a spoiler. I should have had that for this week's card announcement, but oh well. Uh, but yes, we'll see in a few moments that uh, Terry Gordy has David Von Erich as his tag team partner. But to, fi- to fill out the rest of the card, you have the world tag team titles on the line in the main event as Gentleman Chris Adams and Honky Tonk Man defend the titles against Universal Heartthrob Austin Idol and Ravishing Rick Rude. You have the Smoking Guns going up against the tag team of Brian Pillman and Eric Embry. Special Delivery Jones and T.D. Steele facing off against Eddie Gilbert and Raven. Steve Armstrong against the Dirty White Boy. And Gino Hernandez versus Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels. And again, all of these matches by themselves would be decent matches. But then you put in the whole random stipulation. And that just brings a whole nother level to all of it. And you'll see next week how crazy those stipulations might end up making those matches. We move back to the ring where we have Terry Funk facing off against Gentleman Chris Adams. And the two had a great match. But Heenan's shenanigans with Sunshine backfired on him when Funk got distracted by the whole thing. He tells Heenan to get back to the corner and leave the woman alone. As he turned around to get back to wrestling, Adams nailed him with the super kick and got the pin in a time of 12 minutes, 57 seconds. Your winner, Gentleman Chris Adams. Now we move on to the one I just spoiled a few moments ago. Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert and Raven facing off against Terry Gordy and his mystery opponent. Well, Gilbert and Raven, of course, come out to the ring fully expecting it to be Michael Hayes. And... Go ahead, bring the Freebirds out so we can take care of them once and for all. But when Bad Street starts to play, Terry Gordy and the World Heavyweight Champion walk out. The crowd reacts as the World Champion causes Gilbert's mouth to drop open. Gilbert turns to Raven to complain while Gordy and David walk confidently to the ring. The match doesn't last too long, as Raven leads Gilbert to the Wolves shortly after the match begins. Gordy and David get the win after a powerbomb backbreaker combo on Gilbert. Missy starts to climb into the ring to check on Gilbert, but David stops her with a stare. Gordy picks Gilbert back up again for the powerbomb, but Raven rushes back down to the ring with a baseball bat to clear them out. Your winners, Terry Gordy and David Von Erich, in a time of 4 minutes, 17 seconds. What's going on with Raven? Why would he leave Gilbert to the Wolves and then come back to make the save? That will be announced next week at Christmas Chaos. Maybe. But Missy is not happy with Raven at all. As she starts to complain... And he even drops her in the even flow because he's tired of her mouth and walks off with Gilbert and Missy laying in the ring. All right, next match, Ravishing Rick Rude facing off against Dirty White Boy Tony Anthony. These two guys could have had a great match, 
but it was cut short from a, by a miscue from Dirty White Boy. Rude ducked a flying lariat, and Dirty White Boy's balance wasn't right, and he fell throat first over the middle rope. Rude quickly capitalized and got the pin with Rude Awakening in a time of 4 minutes, 10 seconds. Next match, Armstrong Brothers, Brad and Steve facing off against PG-13. And this, most of them, most of the fans thought would be a snoozer match. But they had a much better match than anybody expected. Both teams had to pull out all their reserves as the match went on. Finally, Brad was able to wrap up J.C. Ice in a small package to get the pin in a time of 26 minutes, 9 seconds. Your winners, the Armstrong brothers. Next match had the Smoking Guns facing off against the Nightmares. And the Guns toyed with the Nightmares for most of the match. However, Ken Wayne made sure that the Guns couldn't take complete advantage of the match. Heenan tripped Davis as he hit the ropes, bringing Wayne into the match again. As David Manning was involved with getting Wayne out of the ring, the Guns double and triple teamed Davis in their corner. When Wayne finally gets out of the ring apron, Billy comes flying across the ring to nail him with a vicious forearm. Bart comes off the turnbuckle with a flying elbow drop on Davis to get the pin in a time of 15 minutes, 19 seconds. Your winners, the Smoking Guns. And now the main event of the evening. Rematch. Number one contender for the world heavyweight title. Shane Douglas facing off against Universal Heartthrob Austin Idol. As a stipulation for this match, thanks to David's actions over the previous two weeks, he was brought out before the match and placed in a cage that was hoisted up over the ring for the entire match to keep him from being able to interfere in the match. And Idol and Douglas have a wonderful match. Douglas had control of the match after a belly-to-belly -belly suplex. He signaled for the Pittsburgh plunge, but he took too much time. Idol got up and knocked him down from the top turnbuckle. Idol set him up for a superplex from the middle turnbuckle and then floats over into the cover for the pin in a time of 14 minutes, 2 seconds. Your winner and new number one contender for the world heavyweight title. Universal Heartthrob Austin Idol. Once the match is over, David's cage starts to be lowered. Gordy rushes the ring and starts to brawl with Idol. Douglas starts to fight both Gordy and Idol. David joins the battle and the four men fight until Douglas backdrops Gordy over the top rope and Idol throws David out of the ring. Security comes down to keep David and Gordy out of the ring as the crowd chants, let them fight as the camera fades. So now we have Austin Idol as the number one contender in a clean match against Shane Douglas. Is Shane Douglas going to be happy with this? I highly doubt it because Shane Douglas is not very happy with a lot of things, especially when they don't go his way. But now we have this setup: Austin Idol being able to take on David Von Erich in the beginning of 2022 because we already have... All the matches signed for Christmas Chaos next week. So in two weeks, we have Austin Idol getting another shot at being the first two-time PWA World Heavyweight Champion. But until then, we'll have to see how the PWA plays out. 
What's going on with Raven and Gilbert and Missy Hyatt? How long will the alliance between David Von Erich and Terry Gordy last? This will all be seen and all shown when we keep going in the PWA. But until next time, this is Southern Dynamite thanking you for listening and thanking you for enjoying PWA over the course of the last year, and I hope to make 2022 even better.